Welcome team. Today I have something a little bit different. Now most of my guests come from the sporting world. This podcast will grow. We'll, we'll at some stage have the, the leaders and the best people in, in their game across many different industries. But today I'm actually going to bring to you a photographer, a world-class photographer. And the reason I want to bring him on because as most of you know I work in the sporting industry where I see photographers every day and I really respect them. I tell you why I respect them. They take as much pride in their work as an athlete takes in theirs. When these guys are photographing athletes at work, the athletes takes pride in every little detail, every little training drill to be perfect. Coaches want perfection. Athletes, coaches constantly striving for perfection. And there you have it, over, you look over on the sideline and there could be a photographer. And to get that shot, to get that perfect shot, there is so much detail we don't understand. But today we will. I'm predicting there's going to be photographers around the world tuning into this. Brett Costello, follow him on Instagram, at Brett Costello Photo. Google his images. This guy has some of the most famous sporting images that will go down in history. Usain Bolt crossing the line of a 100-metre final at an Olympic Games. Three Olympic Games created history. Well, guess who was shooting the photos? Brett Costello. He shot championship victories. He shot training shots. He shot world title fights, test match cricket, tennis, sailing, surfing, big wave surfing. He gets in the water, underwater with swimmers. He shot it all. Motocross. You name it, he shot it. This episode of GTE is brought to you by Autocraze, where style meets performance. One-stop custom car shop. Check them out at autocraze.com.au. Sitting having a coffee with an award-winning photographer. I mean, we don't even know where this chat's going to go, Brett, but you and I have bumped into each other a lot over the years, but I don't think we've ever spoken like we're about to in this much detail. I've seen you on sidelines of State of Origin games. I've seen you at grand finals. I've seen you on the ringside at boxing matches. I've seen you out there snapping away at the Olympics while I was in the crowd even in London. Um, so you've been around. You've been around, but now we're actually here at a coffee, having a coffee overlooking ANZ Stadium in Sydney where some of your most famous shots have been taken. When you look at that stadium, what what are your favourite shots that come straight to mind? Yeah, well, well firstly, thanks for having me, and um, it's good to catch up. Um, yeah, ANZ, wow. It, I mean, instantly, it, I guess it brings you back to, first of all, the Sydney Games, Sydney Olympics. That was, you know, obviously when the stadium was built. Um, so my first memories is probably in and around those Sydney games. Um, I didn't do a huge amount with the uh, with the athletics and so forth in that in that stadium. I was more doing swimming at that stage. But um, but just you know the lead up to the games was an exciting time. You know the the fact of that stadium being built and all that, and and just you knew what what sort of sporting events after the Olympics it was gonna gonna bring. You know. Well, that's nearly 20 years ago. So you've been in this game a long time. I've told my listeners I'm going to bring people that are at the, the top of their game. So I've definitely done that today. 20 years experience in any 
industry is expert status in my opinion um but i've also seen your work it is just world class if i could have as many listeners to this podcast as the people that viewed your pictures of usain bolt crossing the finish line in rio if i get that many listeners i, I think i might retire and just become a <laughs> professional <laughs> podcaster because that image went around the world like set the scene for me like paint Paint us a picture. You're in a stadium where there's 100,000 people, but there's millions of viewers watching this Blue Ribbon event. And and there you are at the finish line about to capture Usain Bolt create history. You've already captured him in every Olympics that he's raced at. But Rio, that image went around the world. Yeah, I guess, um, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, anything at that stage to be involved you know just thinking you you know shooting a race with Usain Bolt in it was was always a massive you know um, buzz I guess for for any photographer um, there was you know a famous image of um, uh, one of my mates actually Cam Spencer who who got a, an award-winning picture of him in the I think it was the semi-final at Rio when he looked across and laughed um, at, at his uh, at his rival, um, which you know that was a, a really special picture. Um, for me, I was sort of more um, straight on. I still got sort of a picture of him, you know, but it wasn't quite as good an angle. And a lot of the times, you captured the smile though. I remember ca- that as he looked smile, across. You know, but um, and and a lot of that that you know with sport photography is 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 you know positioning yourself and you know um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and you know. Um, but, you know, to be there for his, you know, what was it, third gold medal in the 100 metres, I mean, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, like. I mean, 100 and 200, it's, in, it's incredible. He, um, that smile, I know you you capture emotion. You've talked to me about that before. I've seen it in your photos. That emotion of just someone enjoying their work so much, I think that's probably what, captured so many people like so he just has such a love and enjoyment in his work like is that part of what you do you're always trying to capture emotion yeah absolutely absolutely i think um you know any any good image um you know should it should portray a sense of emotion you know if you want it to stand out you you want someone to look at a photo and that to, to bring out an emotion whether that's a happy photo like in that case you know bolt laughing or whatever you know you, you get that straight away um or you know it could be just that you know some sort of um image where um uh you know someone's scoring a try or something and, it, and it's just a ripping you know guy you know diving through the air and you and you go wow look at the athleticism of this athlete you know and you do you know what i mean you, you sort of yeah. get it yeah well while we're on rio let's let's go to another story that it went worldwide. It was on newsreels around the world, headline one, stories. One, if, lo- one that I'd rather forget, yeah, probably. <laughs> again, if, if I have as many listeners as what this story got viewed was, you got robbed in Rio. Yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd heard these stories and, and you know, we'd, we'd even had, you know, little um, talks about, you know, the possibility of this sort of stuff, you know, happening in, in Rio and... Um, I guess, yeah, this was unfortunately, it was uh, probably a day or two after I'd arrived, so 
Um, I'm going to say I was a little bit jet lagged still, and and probably not, you know, not thinking super super clearly. But um, yeah, it was you know very well orchestrated. It was um, you know I'd been to an event uh, on the beach, so pe- probably people had seen me with my gear, and then we went to a cafe just to grab a, a coffee. I was with another journalist, um, and he ordered the coffees. I was with my bags, um, and then I don't know if you've seen the video of it at all, but. Um, it was, um, you know, basically five people involved of, of, you know, basically getting my my attention um, away from that bag long enough for them to um, to get away with it, which, you know, I, I, I feel pretty stupid, um, I must say. But, um, yeah, well, when you see, you know, the, the, how good they are at it, it was like... Well, I mean, you're already worldwide famous. You are one of the best photographers in the world, but... You became even more famous overnight <laughs> for getting robbed. Now, uh, was I read forty thousand dollars worth of equipment. Was that right? Yeah, it was something similar. Yeah, pretty close to that. Thirty, forty thousand, something around that. Yeah. You became so, that famous. Surely, Cannon just jumped on the phone and said, "Here, mate." They were. Gear. They were fantastic. I was oh, so. Were they? they I was were brilliant. Joking, no, they oh, were right. fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I basically at the Olympics they have a setup. So Cannon, um, you know, Nikon, the main camera providers um they have setups um you know where you can come and borrow gear you can get your gear serviced during the games yeah they're brilliant and i I basically went to them i said look you know i've had my whole (laughs) kit you know because here's me out you know a day from the games and i'm i'm shattered because i basically don't have a camera to to, to i'm about to shoot usain bolt exactly do my my job without a camera so they were fantastic they um they gave me all the gear um, and you know, I was away. I had every every camera, every lens that I needed, um, and even the opposition, Nikon, they knew it happened as well. And even though I wasn't with them, they they offered gear to me as well. So yeah, really? I mean, that's I'm sure you know, they did. They wanted a plug. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of gear, then what? Well, it's important in any trade. You got your best tools. Like, what are your tools of your trade? What what do you use? And you know, for any probably ask this question because i my 13 year old son's in the yep. photography right now and yep i'm getting a bit nervous because he just can't seems to need better gear better, better, gear, gear. better gear and it might cost that a little bit but um what do you use um yeah so at the moment i use a canon um 1d mark ii uh so it's the latest sort of um canon you know professional camera which uh you know it's a, a fantastic camera the image quality um huge file size and it can shoot really quickly so you know you can probably get eight to you know 10 frames a second um of of still imagery still photos which which is great when you're you know looking for someone you know at the at the peak of the action kind of thing so son when you're listening just hold off on that one mate (laughs) i've already got him a canon atd canon atd he's only 13 but he started his own he follows your social media pages um I love hearing young guys, you know, coming through and and taking an interest. You know, it's um, it's it's a special thing. And you know, I remember when I was young, coming through and and um, you know, I was always interested in in photography. And and it can be hard when you're younger. And you know, um, but you know, I haven't lost that that I guess that passion for you know. It's always wanting to you know find that that better image. You know what I mean? It's like. And, and, and it, come, it can come at any time, at any day. I look at, you know, whether it's a, a game, you know, at ANZ Stadium here where we're at, a footy game, an NRL game, you know, that could be my next 
you know, amazing picture. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and that's how you got to look at it. It could come from a training ground. At you know, if I'm out at you with you yeah. at Penrith or something. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, well, uh, I saw uh, those shots you took at Penrith training that day. You got some awesome shots. And well, I guess that's something to talk about. That passion you have for it. I mean, these young kids. I find my son at the moment. He's just he wants to shoot a sunrise. He wants to shoot a storm. He wants to shoot lightning. He wants to shoot a, a surfer. Like he want, like there's there's something about some creative minds where you just yeah so passionate about yeah. finding that shot yeah and that's and that's it at the end of the day you know um, photographers just want to create great pictures you know that's that's what drives them you know it's like okay I've done I've, I've you know made this great picture but i want to do something better or i want to you know and it's yeah there's there's so many elements to it and um it's always different i guess so that yeah. that's what's good well that probably brings me to why i wanted to chat to you anyway i wanted to bring a, a person at the top of their game worldwide in photography the reason being i over my time in sport which is pretty much the same as your time in photography and in the last 20 years i've worked in elite sport and i've always respected photographers because they just take pride in those little the, the detail you know like and they it's like uh, we encourage athletes or coaches we're always looking for the detail that taking pride in just perfecting every little movement we do and i've noticed with photographers they're actually the same they take the same pride in their work as we take in ours um and i really respect that about you so what what's the secrets to let's talk about where what's your favorite time of day to shoot what's your secrets to getting the right shot is it getting the access to being in the right position because that's a challenge when you're dealing with sport um you know talk to me about i mean i don't know anything about photography but some of these listeners yeah the photography i mean you've you've won international awards you've won you know the most prestigious award in australian media so there must be a secret to what you look for and how you get the money shot yeah i guess uh if you're going into a sporting event um the 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 key i think you want to be is is prepared to begin with you know you want to um you want to go into it with a clip you know you want to you want to have your gear ready you want to have your like a lot of the times you know i'm filing for the newspaper so you know where we've got a deadline to to look after as well so not only do you have to shoot the picture you've got to get those pictures out you've got to send those pictures you know to make tomorrow's paper or to you know to get them online now um so there's there's that element of you know being ready being set up having your captions ready all that sort of thing um you know i even have code replacement where um, a lot of the other guys do as well, obviously, um, that we can, you know, put in a sort of a shortened form of a player's name just so we can type the captions out quicker. So when we come in at, say, at a football match at half time, we can download those images, quickly caption with a code, you know, so so-and-so from which team, bang, that's in there, you know, and, and just those little shortcuts that gives you more time because, um, you know, you don't want to miss the game. You don't want to miss yeah. the action. Yeah, yeah, you know? well... Oh, you, you said one key thing there, early preparation. I mean, that that comes across in any industry. Uh, we encourage it every day with our players to be prepared, be early. Definitely. Get yep. get yep. to work early. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. That... Because the, the, the last the last thing one. you want to be is frazzled, you know, and and yeah. you know if you if you are late, you you suddenly 
you know, your routine's kind of out and, and you find you, you know, you may have forgotten something or you've, do you know what I mean? And then, and then that, that actually goes into your game sort of or your game time when you're shooting you'll find you know oh, I was frazzled I forgot to do that that might play on your mind a bit and then you know what does that result in you, you suddenly you're not shooting as good a, a picture or you're, you're missing stuff you know so wow preparation I'll I say. am loving this chat Brett because I might even go to what's your routine now because any athlete that athletes that are going to come on this podcast, they're probably all going to say the same thing. They perform better with a clear mind. So we do anything from encouraging our guys to to hydrate well, to sleep well, to get to work early, to meditate, to clear their mind, to shut the phones off, get rid of the head noise so they're clear and they perform better. You've just said it in your yeah. own industry. If yeah. you're frazzled because you're not prepared and there's shit going on in your mind. and Yeah, it's, tr- yeah, it's you know, true. Yeah. Like every artist, I guess, no matter what industry, performs yeah. better with a clear mind. Yeah. So what's your routine? How do you keep yourself healthy? I mean, I, I see you're sprinting up and down the sidelines. Probably not as quick as I, I used to be. You're going to do that forever, <laughs> but I see you go from one corner post to the next and to capture that shot, you know. Um but what about your own mind stuff? You know, yeah, I guess, I guess, um, you know, trying to stay a bit fit and, and healthier that that helps. But um, um, I think yeah, it's just that that sense of coming into something, being calm. You know, like a, a sense of calmness. You know, you don't want to be edgy or you know, like or you don't want to have a clouded mind. You just want to be sort of calm, clear. Um, you know, you have a few things in the back of your head. You might have, you know, certain players you think running this way or the team's running that way. Okay, I've got this guy, you know, running. You know, you know, all those little things um, and, and positioning yourself, um, you know, thinking about those things of, of you know. Um, sport photography is, it's almost, it's an, anticipating stuff or, or or moments that that could happen before they actually do, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, so of you know, so you, the you, great players. You've got a team, you know, running at the try line. I mean, it's you know, you're you're kind of hoping, okay, well, you know, so and so could score a great try in the corner there. So I've got to be ready for that and anticipate that. You know. So a knowledge for the actual sport you're shooting at the time is crucial as well. I'm, you know, I, I guess I you think do your study. I think it definitely helps. Yeah. You know, like there's there's certain sides of the ground we might go on like if someone's in great form and scoring you know um you know consistently or something and you know we'll we'll probably go you know start the first half in their side or or do you know what i mean or yeah yeah yeah. um so you've mentioned being calm i've flicked through your instagram and seen big wave surfing like you're on sailing ship like you're out of your comfort zone surely sometimes like I see you very calm on the sideline of a rugby league game, but come on, when you're out in surf like that, like, are you actually in the water or in a boat or what are you doing some um, of those surf shots? Yeah, it can be a bit of both. Um, yeah, from a lot of the surfing stuff's from land, but there's, you know, there's ones that you, there's one at Shark Island, which we do from a boat, um, which, which is great. Um, that's another challenge though, because the boat's actually moving, so you sort of, you know, it can be a bit harder. But um, and then yeah, you can you can shoot stuff from the water too with a housing or whatever. But um, but yeah, all that all that stuff. Uh, there was a there was a fantastic uh, competition, the Cape Fear Surf Comp, a um, couple of years ago, and it and it was just you know some of the biggest surf Sydney's seen. Um, and these guys, you know, got out there and competed in it, and it was 
it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I saw some yeah. of the shots. You captured yeah. some awesome so stuff. So that again, that's just that stuff that. And you know, on sailing boat, like yeah, like sailing, I've, yacht I've racing, loved, like that gets a bit. I've loved sailing. I've like, loved sailing. Um, I'm fortunate enough to um, cover, I think maybe eight eight Sydney to Hobart's via helicopter so basically yeah. followed the race from sydney to hobart from the air which oh, is right yeah because you is, won an award right for for yeah i um uh jessica watson that was actually not not the sydney to hobart but it was her after a round the world trip she was um you know the youngest um youngest sailor to do that um and she was coming into sydney the the next day and we were sent out in a helicopter me and the pilot which was pretty difficult in in you know pretty wild weather um, to try and find her off Sydney before she she came in the next day because we wanted that image of her you know for the next day before she actually arrived. So yeah, right, right. Um, and that was that was that was a special time because it was really rough and wild conditions, um, yep. which is what you want for for great photos, you know. Um, of course, and uh, it made a great picture. Her sort of launching off a wave. Yeah. What about boxing? I noticed notice you. I've seen you around the uh, boxing matches before, and I, you've shot some iconic Australian fights. What have you done any worldwide fights in the um, fight game? Or? I haven't. Um, I haven't really done any sort of overseas. Um, yeah, world. I've, I've a little bit in Thailand. I did some Mai Thai sort. You know, um, yeah, right. kickboxing, but not not really for work. It's all been sort of, you know, Sydney based and those big, you know, Mundine v Green fights and those sort of. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah okay. But yeah, I love boxing. Boxing's great. Well, we better um, we better get you. I know you went and shot Bilal Akaway recently. We better get you there. I'm positive he will win a world title. He's over there with Canelo Alvarez. Now we've gone a bit off topic at the moment, but you only mentioned off off recording before you you watched him train. So in your journeys of photography, you've you've seen some of the best athletes in the world training. Like people would pay for this stuff. Oh no, yeah, it's 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 a great thing because I guess that's another part of the job that we're you know super privileged about is is you know you're kind of seeing all these athletes and um you know um you know behind closed doors in a way you know a lot of people don't see this you're getting behind the scenes that yeah people want now exactly yeah yeah. Yeah, so it's special it really is and you know to see Bilal um train uh recently um at Hurstville, I think it was um you know that was the first time I'd met him and seen him and I was super impressed um I think, yeah, he, he's yeah, <laughs> incredible. Well, we had him on a, a podcast before, and for me to actually feel the power that you watched, I put on a bodyguard and asked and got hit. Amazing. And it was, uh, he floored me. He, he absolutely, flo- the pain just went through me. Amazing. And uh, a few weeks later, he dropped a guy in Mexico with the same punch. So, Amazing. Um, it was hard to get that across to the listeners, but I'm sure they heard the sound, the, oh. the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Olympic Games, I mean, they're historic. Some of your photos are historic. Like, you kind of pinch yourself. Like, like, that some of these stuff you've shot, it actually will be around when me and you are no longer around. Like, it's. I think um, absolutely, and that's that's something. It's kind of one of those things when you're in it at the time, and it's you know, it's for me as the photographer, and also for the when you're the athlete. I think. It's kind of that, you know, yeah, it's a photo of me, you know, and it might not seem sort of that big at the time, but it's almost, yeah, later on, um, you know, those those images are around forever yeah. and um, and do become part of history, you yeah. know. 
Um, and, and, you know, that's something that I might say to um, a few athletes here and there is, you know, just just remember pictures. That, you know, you do a great picture or you, whether it's a set-up portrait or, a, you know, I try and tell them, you might not really care about it now, but in, you know, 10, 15 years when you retire, I guarantee you you'll want those pictures, you know, whether it's to show your kids, show your... Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's always yeah. going to be there. Well, Brett, you just actually, I mean, so, there'll be a lot of athletes that listen to this. You've just actually given them a tip about if if you want the back page, if you want a good money shot picture, then work with people like you, give their time and work together. Absolutely. So if Absolutely. I'm an athlete now and I want the back page, I'm asking you. I'm actually, yep. Yep. I'm not waiting for you to say, hey, yep. I'm actually saying, righto, Brett, yep. how do you want me? Where yep. do you want me? Yep. Where's the light? How do you? What pose do you want me? How, yep. What emotion do you want? Because you actually know what shot will go will be the money shot. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a lot of that is yeah. It's just um, it, it's that I guess that that athlete wanting to do a photo, which you know sometimes you know they're obviously busy they're, with their yeah. time and they've got height, you know. But yeah, just that little bit of um, you know, think well, you know, it might take me half an hour or something out of my day, and then you know, yeah. together you yeah, you create a great image, um, and that you know, it sort of helps everyone. You know, they they get publicity. I'm sure they've got sponsors that are happy. You know, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. keeps the paper happy. The readers want to see. Oh, look at this guy. You know, he's, you know, and I think it's a it's a great thing. You know, well, I mean, if athletes are listening, it's. In any area, it's not hard to give your time. It's not hard to give your time. Some of the best people I've ever learnt from, you know, I could name drop a heap now where they've actually given me their time. That there's little things I've learnt that I'll remember forever. But it, you just mentioned together, you and the athlete create something magic. Yeah, that's how I see right? it. You know, so it's, it's not it's, hard for them. Yeah, to give their time. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's sure they're busy. But you know what? If they actually really want to do it, you know what to do. Yep. You've got the resources to do it. You've got the tools yep. and the skills. Yep. If they really want to do it, they've just got to team up with it because you really want it. You obviously exactly. take pride in that money shot. If they want it, it's not hard, is it? Just do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that brings me, that's my three favourite things that'll always, my three rules that'll always come across in podcasts, possibly you, everyone I do, maybe I'm not sure yet is do you know what to do you clearly know what to do and you've learned what to do you have the tools you have the resources you have the best equipment what is the evidence that you really want to do it so in in the sporting world we challenge athletes every day to give us evidence show us that you really want to do it you can see in any game any fight anywhere who wants it more there's evidence there what's the evidence for a photographer like is it i mean i know you've just mentioned before preparation get it prepped early like that's clearly evidence that you want to do it but somewhere in your life you wanted this more than the other photographers somewhere because you've become one of the best in the world and there's others that haven't what little sacrifices have you made like what um yeah i guess you know like i've, I've worked weekends a lot in my, you know like little things like that whereas you know um, and, and that's, you know, I have to thank, um, you know, my wife and family a little bit for that because as you probably know as well, sometimes working on the weekend, it can make it harder, but they're little sacrifices that, okay, if I want to, you know, shoot sport, I want to be, I've, I've got to work weekends, you know, so that, that's something, I guess, you know, um, that, that comes with it. Um, yeah. And what about, 
was there times that obviously i mean anyone who's ever made it's worked for free at some stage there was times early on where you put in the hours for nothing right oh absolutely yeah because there's a lot of young people now just expect it also quick knocking right? knocking on that door you know like to get to get where my my job where i am now um at the daily telegraph i started as a cadet um but to get that job it took me two years of of making phone calls just to say there wasn't a job it was never advertised they don't advertise jobs like that you know at that time you know and it it was just um and unfortunately there was guys that said you know that's what you got to do you just got to keep knocking on that door keep knocking on that door uh and i i did i rang i kept ringing probably once a month for you know maybe maybe more um over two years and uh and then finally i got after that time i got a call back um, you know, there's a there's a cadet ship going. Wow! Do you want to come in for an interview? Twenty years later, yeah. you're one of the best in the world. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it's like any athlete; they have to put the work in. They have to. You got to put the work in. It, yeah, absolutely. The kids that want it the most, they're out in the park practicing when someone else is sitting at home on an iPad. Like that. Absolutely. Like it's yep. just it's the same in any industry. But I'm interested to hear your story. That's a great story. So, twenty years later, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So. Working the way you did back there, knocking on doors, it was different. How did you show off your photos back then? Because now it's pretty cool, right, for kids that there's platforms they can, you know, my 13 year old son started Bailey Knowles Photography on an Instagram page. Yeah. You know, like there's ways to do it now. Yeah. Where hopefully by the time he's 20, he's yeah. built up a nice little. Yeah. Um, what did you do back then to yeah, show your photos? Um, yeah, back then there was no, there was no internet, there was no websites, there was no Instagram or Facebook. You know, it was literally just, um, you know, you'd build up sort of in your spare time. You'd try and work on your portfolio, you'd you'd call it, and and that was basically, um, you know, a selection of of prints. You'd, you'd you know, and you'd get a book, and you'd make you know sort of a portfolio of your best pictures. Um, and if you were fortunate enough. You know, you, you might be able to go and show it off to someone, but obviously, you know, that's, you know, compared to now, yeah. um, that that's changed a lot, you know. And equipment back then, what was your first camera? Uh, first camera was um, just an old old film camera, um, just manual, you know, manual focus, manual everything. you still got it? Uh, I've still got it, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, Can yep. you post that on your Instagram page <laughs> for me? Uh, I'll have to look through the cupboards and yeah. dig it out somewhere, but... Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's good looking back at those sort of, you know, memories, I guess. And did you have an idol like most athletes we talk to on here, or or coaches? I've got my own idols. Did you have an idol? I Who'd think you look um, to? yeah. Look, I was very fortunate, you know, when I came into it, um, uh, to have you know some great photographers where I worked, um, the likes of. Um, Greg Porteous, Phil Legend. Hilliard, yeah, um, who who you know I've spent they're good mates and I, and you know I came in under them so they were they've always been do you know what I mean they were sort of higher than me and you know so all their professionalism and expertise that 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 rubbed off on me that that do you know what I mean and, yeah. and that was great to look up and then though obviously on the other side I always had you know our rivals were the Herald Sydney Sydney Morning Herald which you know they're they're our opposition. But the great thing I think with photographers is, um, even though they're your rivals, you want to beat them. There's a there's a great sense of camaraderie between photographers, so you, you sort of really respect each other, each in, other yeah. in what you do. So, um, you know, the Herald was always, you know, um, three of the greats was Tim Clayton, Craig Golding, and Steve Christo. Christo, um, yeah, he's and, you know, and, yeah. and you know, they're they're some of the best um, best 
sports photographers that have you know come from Australia those guys uh, um, as well you know and yeah. Um, yeah it's just a it was a great time to kind of come into it those guys were at their peak you know and just that's interesting uh, the rivalry might go there but a couple of names you mentioned like it, it triggered me for another thing I want to ask you about relationships building relationships Greg Porteous, every time I see him, I'll call him best in the business, you know, like, and we've had him, we've brought him into camps, I've brought him into flight camps, yep. rugby league camps, you name it. He just had a knack of, I don't think anyone in sport in Australia has a bad word to say about him. Relationships must be key. Absolutely. For, yeah. for you to yep. to build, even with athletes yep. and staff, and, you know, yep. like, yep. yeah, so... Is it something that comes natural to you or you've had to work on it? Because, again, this is the same in a sporting team. Yep. Like, great players build great relationships yeah, yeah. with yep. teammates yep. because they need to get them to do stuff for yeah. them. Yep. It's the same. Like, do you work on it or it comes naturally? Oh, like, I guess, I don't know. I, I've always treated, you know, people, you know, with any whoever it is really with respect you know like you 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 know you you get what you you get back what you give you know so um i've always you know tried to try to portray that respect whoever it is whoever i'm dealing with whether it's an athlete whether it's you know joe blow on the street you know what i mean like yeah, yeah um and, and you know if 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 i'm um you know um truthful and and do you know what i mean like in what i want to do or what i want then then i think you know you, you build that relationship with people you know Mate, that's another message that just rings home anyone that respects their game gets it back yeah you know, i think respect right. someone they yep. get it back you know, yep. like, and it's the same if an athlete are listening they see you if they respect you and give you their time that's that's them showing a bit of respect for what you do and absolutely. appreciating absolutely that yeah. you take pride in that detail yep. of getting that shot yep and together you create some magic so but the rivalry is interesting because I've seen you guys at press conferences and stuff where yeah. next thing you know, a, vi a, a TV camera is telling a photographer, get out of the way, and, and the snapper will turn back and tell him to beat it. And, like, it gets pretty heated at times. Like, when you're jostling for position and getting that shot, like, how competitive does it get? Oh, it can get, yeah, it can get a bit, you know, um, yeah, competitive, and especially if you're in that close proximity where... Um, you know, might be sort of, I don't know, at the, at the end of, say, the grand final or something when, you know, there's a money, sort of the money shots for, like, of the team celebrating and all of a sudden, you know, there's there's five guys trying to get, you know, so, you know, it's all part of it and trying to trying to get the best angle, I guess, on, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. the emotional. But that'd be something for a young one, a young photographer coming into the game. Like, if you're a young footy player coming into the game, some old blokes put it on you and see if you can handle it and... You know, fighters, footy players, track athletes in the call room, they try to, you know, put it on the young one. Like, is that happening? Oh, yeah, probably not not, not so much, you know. But I guess, yeah. Get out of my way. Like, yeah, get out of my way, this yeah, is my shot. Yeah, kind of, I guess, <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, um, I guess, you know, you, you come into it as a young person and, you, you know, you just got to gotta get around that and, yeah. you know, to your best, best way you can, you know. Yeah, yeah. What about hobby photography? Uh, I know you're famous worldwide for your sporting shots you know you're into your you into your sunrises or your landscapes or yeah look i you know everything um i guess 
a lot of my passion came from um, travel originally. Like I travelled quite a bit when I was sort of finished school. Like I went overseas and I uh, and I loved photography. I took my camera, and um, and a lot of lot of that came from you know um, travelling to places and and you know sort of that that's where a lot of it came from. It's, um, so yeah, travel and and that sort of thing. I think um, travel's good because you you see things differently. You know, it's it's not something that you you know you're seeing every day. So you'll get to a place and something's different. So you go, wow, look at that, and it's instantly. Whereas when you're in your normal environment, everything can sort of seem uh, you know you're used to it. So it's hard to see it differently in a way. Yeah. Um, or that that is a challenge to see it differently. Yeah. Um, whereas when you're traveling, it's sort of it's great because everything's new. You know, it's new to your eye. So you go, wow, look at this. I can take a photo of this. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm just waiting for my son now to get 18 and ask for money for a worldwide ticket. I can see it coming. Brett Costello told me, you have to travel. And that's a great tip. I yeah. Mean, you're so right because creative minds, when they're traveling, just, yeah. just keeps just growing. Just opens up. Yeah. Just opens up. That's awesome. Well, I've really loved talking to you, Brett. I wouldn't mind doing it again some stage. Even, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, photographers, young photographers that, that are listening but also, your work, the pride you take in the little things is the same, the same message that I'm sharing with everyone when I bring in a world-famous coach or a world-famous athlete. Like, it's, uh, it's been really enjoyable chatting with you, mate, and I'll see you on the sidelines very yeah, shortly. absolutely. No, thanks for having me. really appreciate it. This episode of GTE is brought to you by Magic Glass. Sydney's professional glazers. Call 1800 Glass or visit magicglass.com.au. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of GTE with Hayden Knowles. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a five star review to help grow the team.